Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. As we continue to talk about higher education, the needs of businesses, the tech community in particular, we're really pleased to have joining us once again in studio, which is always a treat, uh, President Williams from Utah Tech University. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, there are so many things going on in your world. There are. <laughs> there really uh, are. But let's start with a quick update from where we left off last time you were here as you were just completing the, the rebrand, the refocus, and the, the repositioning of the university. Give us an update. Well, this summer was a very busy summer, as you know, uh, any College campuses branded with their old name, and so we had literally five to six thousand different things that we had to rebrand, and we're still only about eighty-five percent done. Mm-hmm. And so our facilities folks, our marketing communication folks, really worked hard to get it branded. If you can imagine, after commencement, you start recruiting those new students, and they start right. coming for summer orientation. They don't, they weren't coming to Dixie State University, so we had to do a quick turnover. So it's been a fun summer, a lot of momentum. People are excited. We hit it out of the park with the logo and the new brand. It was just a, a fun summer for us. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, I've been uh, sporting my uh, Utah Tech University right. T-shirt on the pickleball court, <laughs> so we're, we're doing our best to give hey, you a little love uh, it. brand love up here <laughs> as well. Uh, that's great. Well, uh, you just recently gave the uh, State of the University address, uh, yes. really talking about where you are. And I think this is such a unique point in history for higher, higher education generally, yeah. uh, but for Utah Tech specifically. Give us uh, the state of the institution. Well, it's been a, a great year for us, and, and really – one thing that I mentioned to people is that we've always been a great institution. We continue to evolve. Um, if you look at our name, there's been eight eras. This is our eighth name. And yeah. so it was exciting to share the new era and everything that we did when people ask, you know, are you growing? Yes, we're growing. We've grown 47% in the last, mm. uh, since 2014. Um, donations um, were up 33% this wow. year. Innovations were up. Degree programs. Our students in Washington County. We serve that area. Um, we've had the largest student body um, welcoming this fall, and so a lot of uh, exciting things happened on our campus. Uh, the legislature again. Uh, they helped us open up the science, engineering, technology building last year. Now we're building a general classroom building, and so the state legislature has been more than gracious and, and generous with their funding. And it's fun to see it all come together. And then the Utah Tech name, it, it really has opened some door for us. We got the largest uh, grant in our history of our institution from the U.S. Navy. Uh, we are going to place students in 12-week internships all over the United States and all over the world. Um, our students will go and they'll do code camps and technology camps and science camps and recreational camps for the sons and daughters of uh, service women and men that are in these Navy installations. So that's really exciting for us. Our patents, um, we've had 195 patent applications, 100 patents Mm -hmm. that were approved. 
And if you look at the world rankings, we're ranked in the top 25 in the world for the number of patents that are being approved at a university setting. So a lot of momentum, a lot of excitement. We're building like crazy. We're going to build the Campus View Suites number three, which is our third dormitory since 2016. We just uh, need more housing for our students. So when you come to campus, you, you feel the excitement, you feel the energy, you talk to our faculty, they're excited to be there. Just a lot of neat things happen. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, I would say that the state of the institution is strong. Then we yes, can, it we is. put it in presidential <laughs> terms there, and uh, that's uh, that's extraordinary. It's great growth. It's great innovation. Uh, there's obviously been a lot of talk lately about higher education. Uh, obviously, funding and the student loans have been uh, capturing a lot of the chatter. Uh, but really, in terms of looking at outcomes, I think is what everyone wants to get to. And it seems like uh, part of your tenure as president has really been focused on what are we really delivering to the students? What are we delivering to the community? What are we delivering that businesses really need? Exactly. And and we have our benchmarks. We, we want to make sure that our students come here, but they also persist. We had great retention rates. We've 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 climbed the scale really fast. Being an open university, you know, accepting everyone, that that brings some challenges. But our faculty and staff have really rose to the occasion and helped these students really um, do some great things. We have over a 90% placement rate into the job. So we've seen some great benchmarks for us as a university. And it, it needs to be that way. We, we want to make sure when our students show up that they're going to get a great education, but also that they'll be employed. We've been able to do some unique things. We've partnered with Pluralsight, um, which is a technology firm here in, in, in the state of Utah, and they have 7,000 online certificates. Every one of our students, faculty, and staff can take those certificates for free. Wow. And so we've partnered with them. That will be really big for us, to hands-on learning, being prepared for the workforce, getting out there, being really excited about you know teaching others how to use the technologies. It's just been fun to watch. Oh, that's, that's exciting, and that's so important. That uh, that tag team, that partnership with the business community is so important. Uh, we know tomorrow uh, you'll be on the stage as part of Silicon Slopes, uh, which we'll be covering live. We'll be uh, actually broadcasting uh, from the event tomorrow, so hopefully we'll catch you a little bit after you're on stage. <laughs> uh, but tell us about that connection, that partnership. So, you know, we have partnerships with the Slopes, and they want to partner with us. Uh, we, we are good friends with uh, many of the founders that were – and, you know, part of the slopes. And and early on, when we were talking about our polytechnic focus, they said, absolutely, you know, the state of Utah needs a tech university. And they were even venturing into maybe starting their own. But when we took on our polytechnic focus and embracing the workforce that we think is going to need to be addressed in St. George and the mm-hmm. Southern Utah community. They really embraced us. And so tomorrow to be early on to talk about, you know, what is our name? What is our focus? This hands-on learning, career readiness, partnering with the industry, making sure that our, our students can meet their needs. 
they're really excited about it. So they're willing to showcase us and we'll be there. Um, a lot of uh, Utah Tech faculty and staff will be there. We're very proud of it. But we're honored that, you know, Silicon Slopes would allow us to partner with them and, and we'll be there uh, the two days. And we'll be talking to other technology firms and, and see how we can partner. Yeah, I, I think that uh, that partnership uh, and that entrepreneurial focus is, yeah. is such an important part of what's going on. And I think in terms of students, their education is they're seeing both the technical things that they're getting in the classroom and then seeing it applied in an actual business. Right. Uh, and I know you're doing a lot of that on campus. Yeah, our, our mantra is active learning, active life, and our faculty really focus on that applied learning, making sure that they're career ready. And our students love it too. If you look at this generation, they really love the hands-on learning. And then employers love it too because yeah. they can do less training when you get a, actually get on the job. Active learning, active life, applied learning, that's the key. We're going to stay with the conversation just a little bit longer. When we come back after a quick break, we'll continue the conversation with President Williams from Utah Tech University. We're going to talk about innovation districts, what that looks like, some solar trains and other great innovation happening down there. Stick around. It's a fascinating conversation right here on KSL News Radio. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. We're staying with the conversation and the question just a little bit longer. Uh, really pleased to continue our chat with uh, President Richard Williams from Utah Tech University. If you missed the last segment, we discussed the university's partnership with Silicon Slopes, how it will bring fantastic opportunities and exciting innovations to Utah's education and business environment. Uh, Utah Tech University is really focused on helping their students apply what they learn. It's that active application that is so important uh, that can actually help them become better entrepreneurs, which is what I think is the key. Uh, and that's what they're really trying to do in something they call the Innovation District. Uh, and I asked President Williams about that. What is this Innovation District and how is that actually going to play out? So we were fortunate a few years ago, the state legislature, they saw that our campus is growing. And so there was a piece of property that we really needed to expand. And it's called the Desert Color Campus. They gave us $15 million to purchase this property. And it's 183 acres. Our current campus is 110 acres. And wow. so we more than doubled our <laughs> campus, which is going to be neat. Uh, you yeah. look at the population growth of Southern Utah. It's, you know, 14 years were the size of Pittsburgh. Yeah. If, wow. Kind of put that into context. <laughs> that is, that's, a, that's an interesting context. <laughs> so as we're planning that property out, we look at Atwood Innovation Plaza, which is the old East Elementary that we've turned into our innovation center. That's where all those patents, those businesses incubation is occurring. What we see is there's, there's not a lot of space for businesses to accelerate. Um, and so we've been working with UNLV. We've been looking at other innovation districts all over the country to see, you know, what does that really mean? And yeah. so what we're looking at is we're going to partner with private developers. We'll have some office buildings where people can come in and they can accelerate their business. So they can start at Atwood Innovation Plaza. They can start their business, get their patents, get everything started. But once they get to you know, 10, 15 employees, they don't fit in Atwood right. Innovation Plaza. And so this will be a space where they'll have a small lease. They can accelerate that business. But what's really unique about an innovation district is you have students, faculty there, you have different businesses, and they bump into each other. Yeah. And there's a term called bumpability. I guess it's an academic <laughs> term now. doesn't sound like one. But we 
we really want that bumpability where people can vet ideas with one another. And we think there's going to be a lot of businesses spin off one another while people are creating their own businesses. And this uh, 183 acres, we think there'll be anywhere from 20 to 40 acres that could be part of that. And what that will do for the economy of St. George is just mind boggling. Yeah. It, it'll be exciting for us. Oh, that, that is a uh, super exciting uh that bumpability is a real thing. Yeah, really <laughs> I don't know whether I don't know if the word's real or not, but it is a real thing. Uh, and we often talk about it in terms of uh, the real drivers of freedom. Yes, uh, and it really is entrepreneurs. As, as much as we talk about the founding fathers as you know, great, wise, and noble souls, which of course they were, uh, they were really just a bunch of entrepreneurs and small business owners uh, who kept bumping into each other. Yeah, uh, and we think that's the the real model, not just in the state but around the world, is is creating that. And I know part of your vision is is not just to make sure you're maximizing that in Southern Utah, but really creating a space that has impact and around the world absolutely we you know we, we we want our polytechnic focus to be worldwide this summer we had the opportunity to go to the world polytechnic summit uh, which was in germany and our vice president of uh, academics uh, provost lacourse gave the keynote there well while we were there we we were able to put in a bid to host the world polytechnic summit and we were chosen for 2023 so we will be the host on our campus in St. George City of the 2023 World Polytechnic Summit. So people from all over the world that have like missions like ours are going to be coming and sharing. So we will have that worldwide bumpability yeah. and people can come and see what we're doing and then we can go see what they're doing and share ideas and get excited about what this polytechnic focus really is all That's about. That's great. And we're going to put that on our calendar. Uh, great. We're going to broadcast <laughs> from the Bumpability Summit. There the we world. go. <laughs> we at would Utah love Tech that. University. We'll be down there. Because that's a crucial conversation, and I think the fact that you are leading that uh, as an institution, uh, I, I think, will have far-reaching impact, and uh, we applaud that. That's right. really extraordinary. Uh, tell me just a little bit before I w- we let you go. Uh, you're also doing some things in solar space, renewable. Tell us what's happening there. We are. So our Atwood Innovation Plaza really started um, with a gentleman by the name of Wayne Provost. He's the one that has really spearheaded uh, teaching our students, faculty, staff, community on how to put a patent together. Uh, we've had 195 submissions, 100 patents been That's approved. Amazing. One of his patents is a, a battery that is regenerated through solar. And so as we looked at our innovation district, we looked at our campus. How are we going to connect it to? How are we going to get students back and forth? Well, he created this renewable energy through solar. And so he's created a model that will be there tomorrow, a solar light rail system where there's solar on top of the tram. And uh, we would suspend it above the ground, probably between I-15, between the two. And uh, as the battery is pushing it through, the solar is generating more battery. And so it doesn't have to use any energy but the solar. And we're really excited about that. We've talked with the Department of Transportation. We talked with UDOT. We're trying to get some feasibility funds to really vet that and what it would mean. I know some of our local mayors have all said, how do you connect to us? So Santa Clara, Hurricane Ivans. And so I think this is, uh, we're really excited about that innovation to have the first and only solar light rail and really suspended. It's on roller coaster rails. And so it would be something where you wouldn't have to disrupt the traffic. It would be appealing and it's something that would be easy 
to do right now in the middle of the freeway. There's just grass. So yeah. uh, it would be nice to be able to connect that. And then maybe we can reduce pollution and use of cars and different things while we're in southern Utah. Wow. That's, uh, that is fantastic. We, we, we often complain about those who are kind of just doing this incremental change uh, at the margins versus the need for the quantum change. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're in the middle of the middle of quantum change uh, at Utah Tech University. And as we kind of round things out, uh, you've gone through this big transformation, a lot of change, uh, and a lot of incredible momentum in a very short time. Right. Uh, and I know that's built on the, the shoulders of a, a lot of great work uh, before that. Uh, but what's the one thing you wish everybody would really start thinking about when it comes to Utah Tech University? Well, I think we have this academic focus, this polytechnic focus, which is really colliding, you know, experiential learning, the hands-on learning with the philosophy. And these students are not only learning, but they're actually doing. And so it's that hands-on applied learning, they're career-ready And it's a different type of education. You know, a lot of people have been doing similar things, but we are doing it in every program that we have. And so Utah Tech University, it's we've got a really bright future. We're addressing the needs of our local region, which most people don't realize, you know, it is going to be the size of Pittsburgh, Cleveland. I mean, it's a big area. And so we're trying to meet those needs, drive the economy while we're educating students and making sure that they're career ready as soon as they walk out our door. Oh, fantastic. President Williams, we appreciate you spending some time with us. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow over okay. at Silicon Slopes. As part of that, uh, Utah Tech University has done some extraordinary transformation uh, and a lot of great things yet, to he- yet ahead. Thanks for joining us Thanks today. Thanks for having me. And big thanks to uh, President Richard Williams from Utah Tech University sitting down with us today. Uh, they've, they've really gone through some amazing change and transformation, uh, and I think it's just the end of the beginning for Utah Tech University. As we round out the day today, uh, big uh, watch for tomorrow. We'll be uh, broadcasting live from Silicon Slopes at Vivint Arena. So we'll do our entire show from 1 to 3 there at uh, Vivint. We'll be interviewing uh, some of the founders of Silicon Slopes. We'll talk to some of those that are participating, some that are speaking from the stage, uh, and really looking at what this innovation and technology means to the state of Utah, what it means to the future for employment, for opportunities, and for Utah really continuing to explore and develop this ability uh, to be not just a crossroads to the West, but a crossroads to the world. And I think a lot of that depends on not only events like Silicon Slopes, uh, not only things that are happening at Utah Tech University, there's so many places where we get into this. I love using that phrase from President Williams, bumpability, that bumpability factor. We've been missing that after the pandemic where we just run into people, where we have hallway conversations, water cooler chatter, where many of the great innovations, great conversations happen if we elevate them. And that's your job. That's my job. Let's keep at it. That wraps it up for Inside Sources here on Inside on KSL News Radio today. As always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. 
who would help our newest neighbors. Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.